Yo, today's QOD is we're good at presenting ourselves as we're not, but how we want to be seen. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Simon Sinek on the show, wrapping up our skills series. And this isn't really like a, an inspiring piece at all. It is more like a reality check. Because what he's going to talk about today is what I think, in my opinion, keeps people from developing the skills they need to have the life that they want. It's that instant gratification It's that sense of entitlement. It's the addiction to social media where you can't go more than three minutes without looking at your phone. If you want to develop skills, like I said the other day, you have to be willing to sit down and develop them by yourself, usually, and not be looking at your phone all the time. You know, when I'm reading, my phone is usually in a drawer in a different room. That way I don't look at it. That way I just stay focused on what I'm doing. And you have to realize that it's possible that where you are right now is nowhere near where you want to be in terms of your skills. But when you put in the time, you'll slowly but surely develop them. Little by little, a little becomes a lot. Let me tell you, in 2015, when I first got into the personal development space, switching out of the health space, my friend JJ Virgin interviewed me. And she was like, so Sean, tell us about how we, how we reach our goals. And I'm like, I don't know, affirmations? I don't know, I have no idea. You know, I, just, I, I had no idea what I was talking about. And you know, fast forward five or six years, I've probably read in this time, gosh, at least 100,000 pages in the last five or six years, just every day. An hour here, two hours there you know, afternoon on a Saturday, just, but, but doing it every single day. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, like, look what I know. Look what I can teach money mind Academy next semester is coming up in a couple of weeks is going to be insane. I'm it's just all the stuff I know. I'm just putting it in there. It's, it's dope. Right. And it couldn't be that way. I couldn't be this way. I couldn't know what I know. I couldn't have the skills that I have if I wasn't willing to sit down You know, if I wasn't willing to just to set aside instant gratification. So you have to be willing to be like, okay, here's what I want to do. I'm going to do it and not be addicted to the dopamine hit of distraction. I get a dopamine hit when I learn like a like a little nugget of information that helps me to connect another dot. I'm like, yes, that was dope. Right. I want to tell everybody about it. Like that's when you know you're dedicated to your craft. So develop your skills, my friends, please, because it is the, the gateway. It is the key to the life that you want. You just have to be willing to be disciplined and to sacrifice a few rather non-essential things. Simon Sinek coming up. Many of this young generation, of this millennial generation, um, were subject to what has been described as a failed parenting strategy. Some of you and many of your friends were raised being told that you were special, 
and you were told that you can have whatever you want just because you want it. Many schools gave performance, uh, no, like participation ribbons. So in other words, kids got medals for coming in last. And the science on this is good. We know what it does is it devalues the feeling and the medal for the person who actually works hard to come in first, and it embarrasses the person who comes in last because they know they don't deserve it, and it makes them feel worse. Some kids got into honors classes not because they deserved it, but because their parents complained. And some kids got A's not because they earned them, but because the teachers didn't want to deal with the parents. And then you graduate. And you get a job. And in an instant, your entire self-view is shattered. Because many kids find out that they're not special. They find out that they can't have whatever they want just because they want it. There's nothing when you come in last. You get no medal for coming in last, and your parents cannot help you get a promotion. <laughs> and so what the result is, is an entire generation where there's a disproportionately high number of people growing up with lower self-confidence than previous generations, because this entire self-image is completely shattered instantaneously. And so much so that I actually hear stories of people's parents filling out their job applications for them and other things, right? It's that bad, right? Then you combine it with the second observation, which is technology. We know that when we engage with social media or our cell phones, a chemical in our body called dopamine is released, right? It's what makes us feel good, right? Dopamine is the same chemical that is released in our bodies when we find something we're looking for, like your keys, when you go on Google, when you hit the goal or win the game, that yes, this sense of joy or in sort of, that, that's dopamine. Well, we know that we get a hit of dopamine when we uh, engage with social media or when our phones go buzz, bing, flash, or beep. That's why if you're feeling a little bit down, you pull out your phone and you send 10 texts to 10 friends, you know, hi, 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 hi. <laughs> and you hope that somebody texts you back because when they do, it feels good, right? There are other things that release dopamine. Alcohol, nicotine, gambling, all release dopamine. It's why they feel good, and almost all addictions are dopamine-based addictions. We also know that almost all alcoholics discovered alcohol when they were teenagers. You see, when we're very, very young, the only approval we need is the approval of our parents. Then when we go through adolescence, we make this transition where we now need the approval of our peers. Very frustrating for our parents, very important for us. It allows us to acculturate outside of our immediate families into the broader tribe. It is a time of high stress and high anxiety, and we're supposed to learn to rely on our friends. Some people, quite by accident, discover alcohol and the numbing effects of dopamine. And unfortunately, that connection becomes hardwired. And then for the rest of their lives, Every time they face significant stress, they don't turn to a person, they turn to the bottle, right? Now, as I said before, we know that social media and cell phones release dopamine. Now, we have age restrictions on alcohol, we have age restrictions on tobacco, and we have age restrictions on gambling, but we have no age restrictions on social media and cell phones. It's as if an entire generation who are going through adolescence, their parents have thrown open the liquor cabinet and said, try the vodka to help you get through the teenage years. <laughs> That's what social media and cell phones do. 
So unfortunately for too many people, that connection is becoming hardwired. And as they grow up, when they face significant stress in their lives, instead of learning to turn to a person, they turn to a device, right? Where we seek solace in social media, where we'll check an Instagram post, how many likes we're getting. We'll check, we'll check, we'll check, we'll check, we'll check, and we'll check. And sometimes our own self-worth comes from how many followers we have. It can become devastating to us when somebody unfollows us, right? We, we, we stand away from stress when we face it. In other words, an entire generation is growing up having not practiced or learned coping mechanisms for stress. This is very, very serious for social animals that need each other, where we haven't learned those skills. It's, and it's even worse, because if you want to go on a date... You don't have to learn to be like, hey. <laughs> you just swipe right. You just got a date. You can have four dates in an evening, right? And if you don't like the person, you don't have to learn to say no when you mean yes, and yes when you mean no, and yes when you, you just swipe left. It's done. In other words, the social skills aren't developing. And so there's an entire generation that's growing up with lower self-confidence, going into a workforce, having their self-image shattered, not knowing necessarily how to deal with all the stress that they're facing of growing up and starting a career and finding out where you fit and all of that good stuff. And instead of turning to a person, we're turning to devices. And the results are starting to show up in the statistics. We know that suicide is on the rise amongst this generation. We know that accidental deaths due to, um, due to overdoses is on the rise amongst this generation. Depression is on the rise amongst this generation. Universities are suffering an epidemic where they're dealing with disproportionately high numbers of students than they've ever dealt with ever before, taking leaves of absence due to depression. And then to compound the effect, it's a generation that's grown up with filters, Facebook and Instagram, and we curate our own lives and present to the world how we want to be seen, and we make ourselves look good, and we make the weather look better, and the sunsets are always more bright in Instagram than they were in real life. In other words, we're good at presenting ourselves as we're not, but how we want to be seen. And so everybody thinks this generation is strong and confident. And all the companies we go work for, they think we have it all figured out. And we certainly sound, you say we. I only dress like a 16-year-old. <laughs> this generation presents itself as having all the answers. And yet they don't. And stress runs high, and they don't know how to ask for help. And gets worse. Then you add in the manner in which so many people grew up in this generation with a sense of impatience. Now, as I said before, you're often accused of being entitled. And it certainly seems that way. But I think it's a misreading of the tea leaves. You've grown up in a world of instant gratification. You want to buy something, you go on Amazon, it shows up the next day. You want to watch a movie? Don't check movie times. You just stream it whenever you want to watch it. TV shows? You don't wait week to week to week. You can binge watch the whole weekend. And like I said, even dating is just a swipe to the right, right? Everything is instant. Everything is instant gratification. And the problem is too many people have applied that sense of instant gratification to their careers and to their lives. And the problem is there ain't no app for that. I hear from this generation that too many people struggle to form their words, not mine, struggle to form deep, meaningful relationships. 
Many will admit that most of their friendships are superficial. Many will admit that their friends would cancel on them if something better came along. Many would admit that they don't have deep, trusting, loving relationships with their own friends. That's because it's a journey. I talk to so many smart, fantastic, ambitious, idealistic, hardworking kids, and they're right out of college, they're in their entry-level jobs, and I'll ask them, how's it going? And they'll say, I think I'm going to quit. And I'm like, why? They say to me, I'm not making an impact. I'm like, you know you've been here eight months, right? <laughs> they treat the sense of fulfillment or even love like it's a scavenger hunt, like it's something you look for. My millennial friends, they've gone through so many jobs. They're either getting fired, I mean, it was mutual, <laughs> or they're quitting because they're not making an impact or they're not finding the thing they're looking for, or they're not feeling fulfilled, as if it's a scavenger hunt. Love, a job you find joy from, is not something you discover. It's not like, I found love. Here it is. I found a job I love. That's not how it works. Both of those things require hard work. You are in love because you work very hard every single day of your life to stay in love. You find a job that brings you ultimate joy because you work hard every single day to serve those around you and you maintain that joy. It's not a discovery. But the problem is the sense of impatience. It's as if an entire generation is standing at the foot of a mountain. They know exactly what they want. They can see the summit. What they can't see is the mountain. This large, immovable object. That doesn't mean you have to do your time. That's not what I'm talking about. Take a helicopter, climb, I don't care. But there's still a mountain. Life, career fulfillment, relationships are journeys. The problem is, this entire generation has an institutionalized sense of impatience. And do they have the patience to go on the journey to maintain love, to feel fulfilled? Or do they just quit and onto the next, dump and onto the next, ghost and onto the next? And by the way, ghosting means the lack of skill to have a confrontation. You date somebody for six months, eight months, and then just stop replying. Just delete them from everything. <laughs> now, for the person who's doing the ghosting, oh, that's certainly easier than a confrontation. But the person on the receiving end of the ghosting, it's like there's a death. They're suddenly shunned. There's panic. They call out their worried. They call out their worried. They think it's you. They think it's them. Do you have any idea the destruction that we reap on people by ghosting them? And then because there's the lack of social skills to call out and ask for help, they internalize and it makes them feel awful to the point. At the worst, they will kill themselves. Slightly one level down, they'll get depressed. But the lowest level that we can hope for is they will go through life. And I'm not talking about ghosting. I'm talking an entire generation that if we don't fix this, we'll go through life where everything's just fine. My friendships are fine. My work is fine. You know, same old, same old. Nothing's ever amazing. And the scavenger hunt continues. And then you go to the fourth observation, the most egregious of all of them, environment. We're taking a generation that has lower self-esteem. We're taking a generation that has a lack of coping mechanisms to deal with stress. We're dealing with a generation that wants all those things fixed immediately, and we're placing them in work environments that values money more than people. 
That was Simon Sinek. His website is simonsinek.com. You can watch today's talk on YouTube. It's called Simon Sinek, Understanding the Game we're playing. All right, my friend, that is it for me. Hey, please leave a rating and or review for the show on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify, whichever, you know, podcast platform you're listening to. Really appreciate it. And I will see you tomorrow. We've got, ooh, we got Lisa Nichols on the show tomorrow and some other folks. So be sure you tune in. I'm out. Peace. Peace.